Welcome to the Social Siren Podcast and get ready to talk about business, marketing, and how to juggle it all alongside the roller coaster of life. You'll learn from us what works, what doesn't, and how to bridge the gap between success, frustrations, family life, and business ownership. If you've got a business or just thinking about one, we've got some interesting things to talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Now, here's your host. Hello and welcome to the Social Siren Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Reedy, business owner, social strategist, and mom, and I'm here to share the ups, the downs, and the hard lessons of business ownership with you. Today, we're going to cover something that I know we all deal with as business owners. I do. Everyone who I've worked with in the past has dealt with it at least one time. And if you haven't, then please share your secrets with me because it's so important. That is business owner burnout. I've seen it time and time again, businesses I've worked with. I've seen it many times in my own business and in myself as well. Burnout's a serious issue that we face as business owners because we tend to push ourselves incredibly hard. We have so much passion for our business and faith in its growth that inevitably we're going to face burnout. And sometimes it's hard to tell when we're starting to feel that burnout because we get caught up in the day-to-day motions of running our businesses. But if you're not careful, that burnout can impact your success. It can impact your relationships with your employees, your clients, and your customers, and it can overall hurt your business growth. So let's talk about what burnout is how to know if it's happening to you, and what to do when you're feeling burnt out. Let's dive in. So first and foremost is learning and teaching yourself how to recognize when you're nearing that burnout level, because it's going to happen eventually. And in order to ensure that it doesn't impact your business, it's important that we learn the signs ahead of time so that we can correct course before it becomes a problem. So here they are, five signs that you're either nearing or are already well within being burnt out in your business and what to do about it when you are. One of the first signs of burnout is starting to feel fatigued and having less energy throughout your workday. When we start to experience that low energy and those feelings of overwhelm start to creep in, it's time to make a change. The next sign tends to be when those stress levels start to impact your thinking. Your focus is such an important part of your productivity throughout the day. And when your focus starts to become unclear, it's more difficult to be productive and make good decisions in your business. You'll find yourself questioning your decisions, forgetting things that you used to easily remember, and your performance overall will start to decline. This is one of the reasons why business owner burnout is so dangerous for your business success. It slowly creeps in on us and impacts our performance slowly over time and starts to impact our business decisions before we even notice that it's there. And that's when those increased stress levels start to impact your bottom line. A third sign you're headed for burnout is if you're always working, even when you're not working. 
I know with so many of us, the instinct is to hustle and we hustle. Boy, do we hustle. We tend to have those type A personalities, those work hard to have everything just right personas, but we have to be so, so careful because those same personality traits that drive us forward in our business and are what made us successful in the first place can be the same personality traits that lead us to burnout and can hurt our success if we're not making sure to take care of ourselves. This type of constant working leads to exhaustion. There's no other end to this scenario. Eventually, you will become exhausted. When you start to feel like you're no longer socializing, you're not spending quality time with your family, you're not spending restful time every day because you're constantly working, there's your sign. I'm talking about the laptop on your lap when you're supposed to be lounging, watching TV with your spouse, or the constantly looking at emails on your phone at the park with your kids. Those are the things that I'm talking about. So if your work is consistently interfering with the things that you enjoy or could have enjoyed if you weren't fully focused on working all the time, that's a sign that you're headed toward burnout. The fourth sign is when everything, even the things that you used to enjoy, start to feel like one more thing on your to-do list. When the mom or dad come play with me seems like, oh my gosh, I don't have time. Or the things that used to be fun for you have just been getting bumped to the bottom of the list. That is a sign that you're headed toward burnout. We need to be balancing those fun things and those making memories in life with our business activity, or we can't sustain that. Don't forget to be having fun. Finally, when burnout is so eminent that it impacts your sleep and general health, our stress levels strongly influence both our mental and our physical health. I've noticed, and unfortunately, I don't seem to notice this in the moment, but rather when I reflect on how this happens after I have already taken steps to improve. But during the times when I am at my highest stress levels and feel the most overwhelmed with my business, I tend to not be sleeping well. I'm waking up in the middle of the night with a to-do list in my head. I'm feeling like I need to make notes on my nightstand before I go to bed. I'm sick all the time. My energy levels overall are lower. And that lack of sleep and stress and just overall fatigue just wears me down. So if you're getting little viruses all the time and you're finding yourself tired and fatigued and not getting your normal sleep routines that are typical for your body, it's likely you're already burnt out. You've skipped over those warning signs and you are well within burnout, my friend. It's time to do something about it. So you're burnt out. Now what do you do? I know we've all faced this in our business and it's a real problem for us because it's so easy to put ourselves last and our family responsibilities and our businesses first. We try to just deal with the consequences as they come but I'm here to tell you that this mindset is hurting your business. It's not possible for you to be at your most effective and your most profitable when you don't have anything left in your cup to give. In order to be at your absolute best in your business, 
You need to be at your absolute best physically and emotionally as well. Taking care of yourself is taking care of your business. And let's face it, you deserve to love your business again. I have some tips and strategies that have worked for me and for the people that I've done business coaching with. And I know that they can help you recover from that burnout as well. They can help you turn that mindset around and not only recover from the burnout, but start to notice those signs ahead of time so that you can adjust your course before it becomes serious and starts impacting your business. Fixing that burnout in your business will increase your productivity, improve what you have to offer to your employees and to your customers or clients. Because let's face it, we can't be great at our interactions with others when our cup is empty. So here it is. Number one is both the most obvious and the hardest for us to do when we're in this constant mode of go, go, go. Number one way to help correct burnout is rest. Make sure you have time every day, especially in the evening, when you're trying to come down from your day to transition into sleep for some genuine rest. Now, I'm not talking about bringing your laptop into the living room and sitting on the couch and working and calling that rest because I know that that doesn't work. Trust me, I've tried it. I'm actually trying it right now because as I give you this advice, I have been actively bringing my laptop into the living room and working on my lap as I'm working toward this product launch. But it's so easy to be excited about something in our business and then all of a sudden work, work, work. But that's not rest. Sit down and make a list of some simple things that you really enjoy that have fallen to the wayside during this time of hustle in your business. Then put aside at least 20 minutes every day to do those things. I promise you those 20 minutes that you feel like you're losing and should be working will be well worth the return. Giving yourself a little time to rest every day is going to make you more productive. So you won't be wasting that time, even though when we're overwhelmed and we're excited about changes or pivots in our business, it's easy to feel like you're wasting time. I promise you're not. The second way to help you recover from burnout or prevent it is taking care of your physical self. I want to again emphasize that we just can't be leaders and effective, productive parts of our business if our physical health isn't at its best. I'm once again telling you to dedicate just a little bit of your very limited time on yourself to make sure that your physical health is at its prime. Yes, a little bit of time for you is exactly what it takes. Take time to learn what nutrition and physical exercise makes you feel more productive. Take time to learn what parts of your day are your creative parts of day or have you at your most mentally clear and productive and let that knowledge help you in your business because we have to take care of this body that gets us through the day. Number three is touched on a little bit in number two. The one thing that has helped me more than anything else in preventing and helping me recover from burnout is exercise. Exercise gives me those endorphins and it helps me relieve a ton of stress and a lot of that physical tension that we can hold in our bodies. We're happier and we're more positive when we've had good physical activity in our day. And me personally, I problem solve better. 
I think more clearly when I'm exercising regularly. And I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you that these are the things that have impacted my focus number productivity. I regularly find that my productivity and focus is much lower during times where I haven't spent time exercising consistently. And I just don't have those creative, good energies that I normally have. And the same applies to my nutrition. Me personally, if I have a carb-heavy nutrition day, I'm ruined for the day as far as my focus and my creativity goes. This is a big topic, and we can certainly dive into it more in another episode, but making sure that our physical bodies are taken care of, both with rest and with our nutrition and activity, is a vital part of helping us prevent and recover from burnout. Number four is to make a shift within your business. Shift your goals, shift your offerings, or even make a shift in the way that you schedule your day. We humans are naturally motivated by the new and the novel. We find it exciting. We find it energizing. So if you can shift in a new way within the business, in a way that will help you recover from being burnt out in certain services you're offering, you are golden. So take some time and figure out what is actually burning you out in your business and shift it in another direction. A small shift in your day can reignite that passion that so many of us business owners used to have in the beginning. We love the start. And if you can replicate that feeling within your business right now, it will help revitalize your creativity and productivity. It can be as simple as setting up new systems for onboarding staff or setting up routines for yourself within your day. Those are both things that will eventually help your productivity as well. So bonus. Number five, is sit down and do some real reflection on the things within your business that are overwhelming you. Make note of the parts of your day or the tasks, or maybe even that one client who is just pushing you over the edge. You can't know what to change if you don't take a real look at what the problems are. And that shifts me really easily into my next and final step is Don't be afraid to delegate things and outsource things within your business. How many of those things on that list you created could be outsourced to someone else? Now, as business owners, I know it's so hard to let go. You built this thing. You built it from the ground up and it is your baby. But trust me, someone who you've spent time training or is already an expert in that field can do these things just as well, if not better than you can. They're not wearing all of the hats like you are. So they certainly have the time to focus in on that task that you're giving them. My team carries me every single day. And it was so hard for me to finally just go ahead and make my first hire or outsource my first virtual assistant because this is mine and certainly no one could ever do it better than I can. Wrong. I was so wrong. And the moment I started letting go of that idea and started outsourcing components of my business that I either wasn't passionate about anymore or were very time consuming or stressful for me, that's when my business started to turn around. When I wasn't focusing on all of those little details and trying to juggle everything all the time, that's when my business started to grow quickly and in a direction that I loved. 
So don't be afraid to finally take that step in either outsourcing for the first time or breaking down your day and outsourcing even more than you already are. Because let me tell you, you are going to burn out if you are trying to juggle all the things all the time. It's just not going to happen. Eventually a ball will drop. And then when it does, you're going to be even more stressed out. (laughs) So don't be afraid to delegate. Don't be afraid to have a team and to rely on your team. Because let me tell you, I would not be here talking to you if it wasn't for my team. In short, we have to realize that we just can't do everything on our own. During your reflection, make a point to highlight the activities and tasks in your day that you should invest your time in and those you shouldn't. Training someone else or outsourcing an expert is a great tool for you to make sure that you're not burning out. For me, if a task doesn't take my expertise or my brain power, then I absolutely delegate that. And as a bonus, starting to delegate those more mundane tasks in your day, it really allows you to focus on the things that you originally loved about starting this business. For me, I love building those really effective ads and those ad strategies. I love coaching new business owners. I love sharing energies with existing business owners. So with my team supporting me, I can do that. I can do the things that I love. I can focus on that new product launch or in pivoting my business in a direction that makes me happy. By delegating the bookkeeping, it allows me not only to spend less time at work, but also spend time working on the things that I enjoy. Because let's be honest, only bookkeepers love bookkeeping. (laughs) Don't be afraid to delegate those things. Now, these are the ways that I recognize and prevent burnouts, but I would love to hear from my other seasoned business owners on how it works for you. So I would appreciate it very much if you would drop into my Instagram at social siren marketing and let me know what ways you prevent business owner burnout. And if you could give this podcast a review, I would appreciate it so, so much as I start to grow my audience. I hope that this podcast episode helps you recognize your own burnout and make changes for the better. I will see you next time. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for joining us on the Social Siren Podcast. For more information on guests, transcripts, and everything about Social Siren, go to socialsirenmarketing.com slash podcast. Remember to subscribe because this podcast may just change your life.